This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcaster's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed on this podcast. And as always, listeners' discretion is advised. Y'all, we are back. What you laughing at me for? I had to get my, I had to get myself together. It didn't kill. Are you laughing at my hair? Let me. You said. Let me do what I gotta do over here. Okay. <laughs> you high scared, fam. So, How y'all doing? So we're back again. My sister came down with a sickness. It was a cold. A sickness. And she wasn't taking her vitamins. I take my vitamins every day. There's a whole bunch of people. We go. We we gonna get you in with another regimen, cause Mm-mm. the vitamins ain't. Uh, I wonder if it was my sinus because the kids didn't get sick. We're not gonna but do that. There was a lot of sick people at the office. Mm-mm. We're not gonna do that. So anyway, <laughs> sicky over here. Sorry. <laughs> Yes, we are one years old. Uh, I can't believe that we started this one. Year. Well, technically, I started it one year ago. And then I was like, you know what? Because I was sick. No. <laughs> I was sick. I started it. I didn't even tell you about it yet. I started it myself. You remember? And then I asked you. I have like three episodes without you. Did you forget that? And then I, I was like, yeah, but I it wasn't because you were sick. I thought you asked me before if I was sick. No. So whatever. No, but. I she like four years old now. No, I like it with you better. Nah. Yes. I'm not coming back after this. You know? Like, <laughs> okay. You right. You right. You ain't going to pin her on the next episode. She one years old now. <laughs> well, the podcast is one years old. 365 days. What episode number is this one? This is episode. This is episode 45. <laughs> what? Yes, episode 45. Mm. Episode 45 and 365 days. Could you believe it? Could you believe it? <laughs> so, what day was that? So, that was um, four days ago. We turned. One years old. It's been a long journey. We've had so much fun learning about some new con artists because half the stuff these people I ain't know nothing about. And it's a lot of crazy people out there. It's a lot of crazy people out there. I had no idea that people went to the lengths they did, but I'm glad we learned and our fans is coming along with us on this journey. And yeah, we're gonna have another to another year, right? Yeah. Why you say it like that? <laughs> Why were you daydreaming? I was talking about all the crazy people. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, so thank y'all for one year. Thank you so much for the listens and the support. Thank y'all so much. 
thank you guys for our one year and how y'all been doing yes because you know we back and this week y'all we're gonna have two episodes so stay tuned for these two episodes you'll be getting one back to back this week to make up for what we missed last week so now this now this story what is this story about so our first story mr charles giovanni ponzi yes so i know we all heard of the ponzi scheme Mm. So, mm-hmm. this is who it was named after. Charles Ponzi. Yes. And he was born March 3rd, 18, almost said 19, but 1882. Ooh, 1882. In Lugo, Emilia, Romanga, Romana, Kingdom, Kingdom of, Italy. of Italy. You couldn't just put Italy? I was trying, y'all. Okay. I said, I got this. And no, I don't. But. (laughs) We supposed to start on a fresh note. He was a Pisces. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he came from a well-off family. And when I say well-off, like his mom was considered a Donna, which is, which is a lady. Ooh. Well, that's what she is. That was her title. Oh, like lady, yeah, lady, her, and then her name. Yeah, but eventually his family did fall on hard times and struggle with money. So Charles took a position at the post office, <laughs> delivering that mail. Oh, I feel sorry for him. Yeah. Well, you know after- what I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, soon after that. <laughs> he was accepted into a university called Rome Las Supreza. There's no R. Supinza? Yeah. Supinza. He yeah. was in a university. Well, that all ended up uh, to him just going ahead and spending more money because what he was basically doing was like, you know, in a university. Spending money on drinking and partying and food. Mainly food. I remember that. A lot of food. I remember them days. So he left the university broke (laughs) with no degree. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, Charles. So then instead what he did was he went to the U.S., which, you know, that made his family proud. Because, you know, he probably landed opportunities and freedom or whatever. Right. Can y'all please make the food prices go down? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all hear this. <laughs> the fans listening to Oh my God. So, on November 15th, 1903, Ponzi arrived in Boston. 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 <laughs> Getting the car. Getting the car. <laughs> he got the car and arrived to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I love the accent. They oh sound like God. they will beat you up. They do have an interesting <laughs> accent. I will say that. When he came to the States, he literally only had $2.50 to his name. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there before, Charles. Yeah, they ain't a life to live. Don't blame Mr. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all... $2.50 in those days in 1903 
would be seventy five dollars of today's money. So that's still not enough money to like. But back then, that probably went a far way. That probably went a long way. Two hundred two dollars and fifty cents. You'll see that it did not. No, I'm just saying, if that's seventy five dollars then, and that's now, that probably went a far away because stuff was like in a sense back then. But <laughs> Charles said in the New York Times that he landed in this country only two dollars and fifty cents in cash, and one million dollars in hopes to lift him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and those hopes never left him. <laughs> Ponzi started out in America doing odd end jobs here and there, like the di- like being a dishwasher in a restaurant and worked his way up to a waiter. He even slept on the floors in some of the restaurants after closing time and eventually would get fired for theft and shortchanging the customers. I shortchange it. I should change good. Girl, I thought you was about to say <laughs> you short change some customers. Well, who you short change? No. I never short change no customers. Mm. You know I believe in karma. Like that time, I was like I was gonna knock over these packages, and then my packages fell. I said I won't do that no more. But I did act like I was gonna knock over those packages again today. But <laughs> in 1907, Ponzi had. It up to here. Yeah. 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 Which struggle? Ooh, that look like it hurt. Sound like yeah. it hurt. Oh, you gotta make the face. Don't, with don't it. do that. I wish again. I could see the face. It's very scary. But he had it up to here. We're struggling in America. So he hit it up on yonder Damn. Canada. He said, he, had a... he said, bye. <laughs> Damn. Bye, Felicia. That was, Felicia that... was America. <laughs> he said, bye. Right, that was and that was in the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Wasn't we going through like a depression or something? We was going through a depression. We was going through the Great Depression, wasn't we? When was the Great Depression? Was that in America? We was I feel stupid. <laughs> <It's> been, <laughs> yes, we was. <laughs> we was going through. <laughs> but can he went to Canada, Montreal, Quebec, to be exact? He became a. What do you call him? A teller in the bank that had newly opened. So he got this job because at the time he knew how to speak English, French, and of Ooh. course Italian. Well, he had an extra. He could have got a job. He could have probably got a good job in America too. Maybe I don't. All right. You know, mm-hmm. He didn't know how to play the game, isn't that what they say? You got to play the game when you come here. He said, "Bye, Felicia." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "No." <laughs> 250 cent, not enough. The bank's name was Bana Zorosi. Zorosi? Zorosi. Zorosi. This was where Ponzi saw the scheme of robbing Peter to pay Paul. Ooh, robbing Peter to pay. Yes, which would later. Is that where they get that from? The Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. Is that where they felt like Peter Pan? Robert Peter. I don't think it came from Peter Pan. The I think Paul. Robert Peter to pay Paul. Robert Peter Pan to pay Paul. Who was Paul? I'm going to get together. <laughs> 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 He's making stuff up. And he's not leaving the 
I just want to know where that came from. Robin Peter to pay Paul. We gonna get into the. <laughs> we gonna get into that one episode. You said it came from Peter Pan. Are you thinking of Robin Hood? No, because don't you say Robin? Pete Robin Hood would steal would, from steal the from the rich and give to the poor. So yes, Robin what, Peter. That was from that was from Robin Hood. But but think about it. You Robin Peter to pay Paul. So where did Peter Pan come in? You steal it from a Peter poor Pan person. Peter Pan was a little boy that never grew up. Where did this come in? Who don't was you Paul know and Peter Pan? I don't know who Paul was, <laughs> but don't you know when they say Robin Peter to pay Paul, they stealing from the poor and giving to the rich. When, when did they say this? I think I just made it up. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of my logic. Okay, so um, <laughs> Peter Pan. So Rossi's <laughs> bank paid six percent interest. Think about on bank deposits Was that, that the same you know what? <laughs> that that oh my god yes was that the same movie that was Tinker the same Tinkerbell okay. and Wendy yay <laughs> I'm done but the deposits doubled the rate and it was oh my gosh <laughs> and it was growing rapidly. And Ponzi rose to be bank manager. Ooh. The bank he robbed he enough sleep, Peters. You was sleeping on the floor, shortchanging customers right. to be in, a in bank America manager. to be in the bank America in Canada. Ooh. Is that a sign? Was this the land of opportunities? <laughs> Free healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. So he soon found out that the bank was in financial trouble when he became Ooh. the girl. So they were already in financial trouble when he got there? Yep. The new bank was already in financial oh. trouble. And this was due to bad real estate loans. Yeah, girl, that had been happening for years. That's still happening. We're going to yeah. get into one of the episodes about that. one of these banks out here. One of the episodes. Ooh, That's going to be a long girl, why you said that? Wyco- you know Remember mom used to have Wachovia? Girl, they went bankrupt. Wachovia, yeah. Remember they she had to get there? her money out of one of the banks. Oh my god! I don't even think they had Which that house? bank around you anymore. Know, mommy had like three, four houses. I don't. Was it the house up here? No, I said she had to get her money out of the bank. I don't. I ain't say oh. nothing about no house. Oh, I thought you said. Yeah, about she had to get her money out of the bank. Well, because they they wouldn't let her. That's the crazy part. Well, did y'all know that the bank was funding the interest payments? Not through profit on investments, but by using money deposited in newly opened accounts. <laughs> to do what? To pay poor. <laughs> so they were paying the old accounts with the new accounts. They was doing something, girl. Y'all, you'll find out. <laughs> the bank failed. Oof. The owner, Zorossi, Fled to Mexico. So what you think happened with the money? Oh, yeah. He took that money. <laughs> with, Damn. And he left with most of the bank's money. So, yeah. That's where that money was going. Paying Paul to pay Paul. Because Peter wasn't getting Now, paid. I want to insert something. I was listening to this true, true crime story. And this guy, oh, my gosh. He was bold. The true crime story did involve bird or whatever. But... When you said fled to Mexico, this reminded me. This guy called from the airport. Going to talk about. <laughs> I just 
killed my wife and there's no use in looking for me. He, the guy said, where are you? He said, that won't matter. I'm on the, he said, I'm about to be in, uh, he said, I'm about to leave the country. Like, why couldn't you wait till you was over there to call? Why would you call at all? Right. He said, uh, y'all might want to come to the house. I, I think he said, I'll strangle my wife. She in the living room or something like that. He said, and the guy was like, where are you right now? He said, that don't matter. I'm leave, leaving the country right now. This guy ain't give a crap about He wanted to get caught because he was stupid. All right. Actually, I don't even, did he ever get caught? He never got caught, I don't think. They can't find him. He on like one of the lists. Oh, he ain't going to Mexico. Still to this day, they couldn't find him because I was mad the story ended that way. He left somewhere. So he must have been either in the airport or about to board the plane or something. He probably went to Iceland or something like that. Mm. Oh, he went to Canada. He went to Canada. And they didn't find him in Canada? Nope. They didn't expedite him? They told them at the border to watch out for him, but he must have, I don't know what he did. He went to Canada. And they, still to this day, haven't found him. The last time they checked, and mind you, several surveillance cameras caught him in different areas he changed his beard was wearing stuff that's obvious like he was wearing a hunting outfit he dyed his beard black like in the outfit he was wearing the hunting outfit was like he looked like he was geared up for war and he was considered armed and dangerous too because he literally didn't have any type of remorse for nothing my body platinum blonde <laughs> <laughs> you would have definitely stood out <laughs> but they probably were like that's not her I'm done, but yeah, that reminded me of that because he fled the (laughs) with people money. What would you come? What would you do if I came into work one day? (laughs) Even a hair on my arm. I I would be like, "Eh, eh." (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna do the mommy. Nothing surprises me with you (laughs) anymore. Eyebrows over the eyebrows I got. I was sorry. I noticed a side note, y'all. I was looking at my eyebrows yesterday, in a little driver thing, like the little visor thing. Yeah. And I said, each day, it looks like my eyebrows are getting Get balder and balder and balder. By the time I'm, they look the same to me. Forty-five. But when, but when they like, um, when they shape it, you look like you have a whole eyebrow. What's the deal with and that? And they don't fill them in. Or I don't know. Maybe you need to learn how to do your eyebrows. I will never do that. Because I'm working with a little bit already. I take the whole half do you use the Do you use the little uh, shavers? No? Okay. I want to. You know you use those shavers? Okay. <laughs> so is it me? It's my turn. It's your turn, Mrs. So uh, Ponzi moved into... Zarasi's house. Yes, that's the guy that fled to Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. In Montreal, it helped support Zarasi's family that he abandoned. Mm. Why wouldn't you take your family with you? Like that's real. Fun. That's he was that's real, real best. That means you ain't even care. You don't care All you care about is that soul. money. Now you alone with your money. Now what you gonna do? I bet he real lonely. Abandon somebody down Left in your Mexico whole family. now. Right. <laughs> so eventually, Ponzi returned to America. So he. Did he abandon Zarasi's family too? <laughs> so, but before that, he went to the former Zarasi's customers' warehousing and 
found warehouse sorry found nobody there but he did find a checkbook that he took upon himself to write himself a check for $423.58 did you see how much that was now that's probably a good let's see that's probably a good that's probably in the thousands probably now I probably would have been like I probably would have done it. Like they, he had nothing now. Like this man was gone, and you. Worked. And then he forgot a check at the warehouse. No, not that. Not not his old boss didn't. This was at a, a warehouse, a Canadian warehouse. But it says it was a customer. This was a customer's check. Oh, for Zarasi's customer's warehouse. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. So a checkbook. So he took that and he wrote himself a check. And he forged the signature of Damien Farnier, the director that the Canadian warehouse of the Canadian Warehouse Company. Why did he do this? You may ask. Well, it's because he was broke and was trying to find a way back to America. Hey, Felicia. But <laughs> yeah. Well, instead of heading to America. He was headed straight to jail for three years in Montreal prison. That's a, well, I guess that's a lot of money back then. That was like three years, four hundred something dollars, sir. Mm. And instead of letting his family back home in Italy know about his imprisonment. He wrote them a letter telling them that he got a new job at the prison as a <laughs> special assistant. Doing what? Special Behind them <laughs> special assistant. He was doing, we talking about doing what? Dropping the soap. <laughs> he was, like, he was working. <laughs> So, in 1911, Ponzi re- was released from jail, but after that, he got involved in smuggling illegal immigrants across the border. He was caught and did two years in an Atlanta prison. So, he actually made it to back to America. Yeah. So, at the prison, he became a translator for the warden for intercepting letters from the moth the uh mobster ignozio uh, the wolf lupo another prisoner charles became basically became his role model so so another there was another prisoner in there his name was charles morris okay that became uh ponzi's uh, role model okay so outside of he wasn't the mobster no okay so, this Charles Morris became Charles' role model. Mm-hmm. So, you must be wondering who Morris was. Morris was a Wall Street businessman. He fooled doctors during medical exams by eating soap shavings to give the appearance that he was sick. And that was his role model. <laughs> Makes sense. And I'm like... Where more does it go with this? It, it just keeps getting it, worse it, and worse. It doesn't. He keeps meeting people that, that probably enable him. That's what it seems like. I feel like they should have gave us more information on Morse and 
Pauline's Maybe relationship. We'll... Like, why was it his? What? Why wasn't why he wasn't dead from soap Because he was a. Because he was a con artist, and that's what he's he about. He's probably like, oh, he's a businessman. He's conning big time. And why would you? He's a dedicated. That's statements. a dedicated. Con. Oh, that's a dedicated con artist. When you're doing stuff like to your health and stuff. No, that's called insane. Like I'm not. No. That is insane. I'm not gonna get sick. But I'll act like I'm sick. But I'm, I'm like. <laughs> Windsor. <laughs> That's how you was last week. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Remember karma. Remember well, vitamins. Well, made his way back to Boston <laughs> and started to work as a nurse in the mining camp. But oh, what? Yeah, but he wasn't a nurse. That's a, that was a weird thing. I don't know how that worked back then, but he was not a nurse. He was not a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> So he decided to actually set up a shop where he would sell like water and powder and like utilities for like the miners and Ooh, like trying to make profit off honest that. Yeah. Work. Then for some reason, I mean what he was doing. I don't know why I really don't know why he did this, but he did do it. Which kind of shows like maybe he felt guilty about something in life. Well, I don't know. But during this time there was a nurse that was that was also there that had suffered from um severe burns Ooh. and you do? A, in an accident what he actually did was he volunteered to no- donate his skin to help her what they like t- once he was dead what no he was still alive <laughs> what you mean once he was dead no they they took us a... they took this they took skin from the like the back of his legs well, that was and, nice. Yeah, that was. I. I mean, I don't think I would have done that. Like, I didn't. Maybe family, but I don't even know you from. <laughs> can, I, can I have some of your skin if something happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> from my forearms. You look so scared. <laughs> you look so scared, like. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Like, what's happening? What's what's going to happen? <laughs> I would not ask for your skin. I'd be like, they they use they can use my own skin for other areas. Yeah, and I guess her burns was that bad that they don't use. Now they use from... yeah, that was back in the ni- early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, now they, they use like pig skin or something. Yeah, but like they probably couldn't use nothing from her own body because the burns were so right, bad right. all over. And he but he donated, you know, he donated yeah, his I guess skin. That's a, the one. What's that tick TikTok thing? That one little thing. You got that one little thing. <laughs> Well, you got that one little thing. <laughs> when he donated his skin, did he have a disease? It caused a lot of complications for him. <gasps> for him, for him, um, causing some health issues and a lot of the things that I just did not write down. Like what? But it caused him to lose his job. Like he was having a hard time. I would have been like, bitch. Like he got infected <laughs> or something in the area. Girl, it caused it caused like some type of um Vi- virus. It caused some some stuff. You should have put that down in that notes. That sounded like something that would have been interesting to know. I didn't want to go into it because I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to know. I'm gonna so, go back and so look. So now 
he started looking for work all over again in Boston Ooh. and doing now he, he mangled. Yeah, doing like <laughs> odding jobs again. I'm like, dang, like you What was the reason? So do you think that would have been his wake up call to do something nice and like continue from there and he had to go back to odding jobs because I don't his know why skin he did situation? That. I don't know why he donated his skin. Cause it wasn't maybe like, he really because like it's, it's created high, like everything with that person. Everything back then was high mm-hmm. risk. You get yeah, your right, right, right. Back then was high risk, right? Hey, fever. Hey, fever was high risk. <laughs> Shit. But uh, <laughs> it's hey, fever. But uh, yeah, he began, he started doing indoor jobs again. Ponzi's mom wrote a letter to a um Italian American lady named Rose. Marie. Ooh, that's a pretty day. What? Rose Marie what? Gen- Geneva? No. Let me see. Neck Geneco. Geneco. See, she got she did I got it with, you know, some names and she got it with some names. These things like mm-hmm. telling her that she uh that she should marry her, marry her son Ponzi, and she even knew about his past, and yet she, she still yeah. married him. There's, I always wondered if like, cause I listen to a lot of true crime, and I always wonder like, why did these men always find wives or have wives? Yeah, she set them up. I mean, his life got a little bit better. His oh, dad, that's good. Her um, his father in law had a, like a fruit import company. And he started doing his little advertisement vi- uh, business. What's he doing a crazy idiot? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just something about Ponzi. It's just kind of like, it's Do like, you... it starts off, it starts off good. Yeah. For about like a couple days. Yeah. In my mind, it's just a couple days. Right. And it don't even go to like middle. It just goes straight down. Like, damn. So what happened was yeah. the advertisement. That's how I feel with my story too. Wait till you hear it. Yeah, it's kind of it has a sad in it. The advertising business didn't go good, and Oof. then I feel like it did. You know how like sometimes like, your your non success can bleed into other people's stuff. The father's um, fruit uh, export business failed as well. Ooh. So don't say it like that. You made it sound real sad. That is sad. This was hard times. <laughs> well, Ponzi got his hustle and set up. With his, he got his hustle and set up a small office at 27th School Street in Boston. Attempted to sell business ideas to contacts in Europe. Mm-hmm. So Spain sent a letter asking about advertising catalog, which included an international reply, better known as IRC. So reply coupon. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's like a uh, coupon, whatever for. Like the- <laughs> <laughs> Postal services. Look at them back. Oh, you did say coupon for the so yeah. The post office used to um, use coupons instead of stamps. In case y'all didn't know, a coupon or coupons? No, not coupons. 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 
There you go. I don't like that. <laughs> this helped Ponzi find a way to make money. These postal reply coupons allowed a person into the country. These had a lot of power. Mm-hmm. So they're like, kind of like a passport. A little coupon. Come on over. Come on over. Send a letter. To Instead Fel- of sending a letter, come on over. You come can talk to them in person. Come on over to Felicia with the high food prices. Human stamps. Oh, that sounds scary. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, my God. That's basically what that was. I don't know you. <laughs> okay. That made my skin crawl. That sounds scary as fuck. Yeah. Well, you hide baked That's bodies hard... in the basement or something. Baked bodies. Ew, can you just... Get... Come on. That's what you said. I said like you hide bodies in the basement. You got me itching. <laughs> Making me you... nervous. I don't feel safe here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... They were priced at the cost of postage in the in the country, but could be exchanged for stamps to cover the cost of a postage in another country. Mm-hmm. Okay. If these values different, then differ. Differ. If these values, <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> If these values differ, there will be a profit. We just gonna say that. <laughs> I don't know what. To say. <laughs> okay, so inflammation after the World War One had decreased costs, which made it cheaper in Italy for the IRC, which is the coupons. Well, Ponzi claimed that the network profit on the transaction after the expenses and exchange rates. Was an access of four hundred percent, so he was lying. <laughs> this crazy. Al- <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. This allowed a lower price market, which could sell for a higher price, and this was and is legal. Still, is it? Yes. I so, what, what do you mean? Look at you. Explain like, how about to, to do this? Human stamps. So what do you mean? It's still legal to this day. Mm-hmm. He, stamps? <laughs> you talking about stamps? What was you going to say? I know if you put multiple stamps, it still adds up. Like somebody used stamps. Somebody recently had stamps. They was real old from like, but it was only five cents. But they put a whole bunch on it until it added up to what it is today. I thought that was interesting. But what does that mean? Is it still used today? They can still, what you just explained, you could do it back then or you could do it today. They don't have the coupons today, though. They got stamps. Well, they was... Stamps was involved. Okay, so, (laughs) Ponzi quit his job and started his IRC scheme. He tried to borrow money from numerous banks, but was turned down, of course. They must have got word of him. Eventually, Ponzi set up his own stock company to raise money from the public. He also went to friends and promised he would, of course, pay them back the money. If they invested within 90 days, he would increase their investments within uh, 45 days at 50% interest, doubling investments in three months. Some people that invested received $750 interest 
on initial investments of $1,250. Well, they didn't get their money back. That's terrible. Because it was a Ponzi scheme. It was a Ponzi. So this is where the Ponzi comes in. Between February and March of 1920, the total amount rose to, well, from 5,000 to 25,000, which would be 70,000 to $340,000 today. He was a rich man by then. The money kept growing and growing. I know he was like, I got it. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And the more the money grew, the more Ponzi made. And the more Ponzi made, the more investments were made. And this is where Peter Pan come in. And, <laughs> and he had to pay back the investors. So during this time, Ponzi was living the life. He was <laughs> buying mansions, cars. Peter Pan slippers. First class ticket flights out of the U.S. of A. for a delayed honeymoon for his wife. I thought that was nice. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Oh, so he thought. He's thinking. I so think that he I loved her. I feel like he kind of had I think he a had soft. a heart. I think he had a soft spot for women, maybe. Because with that, I mean, he really didn't know the lady like that. He had some compassion in there. The thing that he did for that lady with the skin. And then, like, he would send his mom money. Okay. It was just like, you know. But he looked up to robbers and stealers and mobsters. Because he be robbing and stealing, stealing and robbing. Fly me up to Italy so we can go golfing. I don't oh, know. Don't do that again. There we go, y'all. You're welcome. So. <laughs> that was Kyra's Ted song. <laughs> this made others raise an eyebrow like. Like the rock. Is this. Is this Something ain't right. Something is not right. He doing something illegally. Illegally. It was illegally. <laughs> I did illegally not get I did not get a getaway car. <laughs> illegally. <laughs> Ponzi didn't like that. So he sued one of the banks for, was it libel? It's liability? Yeah. Is that what it is? And he won. Because they were sticking their nose. In his room. his toe. Ooh. This only made people Not want to toe. invest in him even more. Really? Because he, he won. Because mm. mm? he won. He mm. won. So, mm. Palsy hired a publicist named William McMasters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It's funny, but at the same time, I don't like it. McDoubles. McDoubles. <laughs> McMasters. who became quickly suspicious (laughs) so he became quickly suspicious in case y'all didn't hear my dramatic suspicious of Ponzi's talk of postal reply coupons so he was starting to stick his nose in there like Ponzi this don't sound right he said I ain't getting sued he later said that Ponzi was a financial idiot that didn't know how to add ooh I'm, ow! Sorry, this, this, I wonder if that's true. Oof, that's good. Didn't know how to add. Oof. Well, later there was an investigation and McMaster's posted, repo, 
sorry, reported that Ponzi claimed seven million in liquid funds, but he was two million dollars in debt. So Ponzi was not as financially well off as he claimed. The investigation said Ponzi accounts were overdrawn and filed for involuntary bankruptcy. Ponzi was audited and it revealed $7 million in debt. He had $4 million in assets. Reports that he was about to be arrested any day started to surface. Ponzi surrendered and was charged with mail fraud, but was let out on bail of $25,000. Then he was rearrested for larceny with no bail. So, and the thing is, actually, there was bail set for $10,000, but it was denied because he was a flight risk. Was it? Yeah. And you wasn't going to write that? I'm not <laughs> Okay, so unfortunately, Ponzi died in January 15th of 1949 at the age of 66 in Brazil. Oh my God, I know three people born on that day. Do you? Yes. Isn't one of them your child? No. Oh, never mind. That's, that's August February. 15th. Oh, February 15th? Yes. And that's August, August 15th is Barbara's daughter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm a confused auntie. <laughs> I have a lot of nieces and nephews. His charges, Melfart, larceny, and forgery was dismissed. Was what? I said what? Oh, his charges was mail fraud, larceny, and forgery. So he died? Yeah, he died. What? He actually died. It didn't. Before he was charged? No. He was charged for these, like for he was charged for forgery, yeah. mail fraud, and um, larceny. Did he ever go to jail? Yeah, he went to jail. Okay, he went to jail. He was arrested. No, no bail, you know. And it didn't say when he was released. Didn't say how long he did. Tried to look for it for some reason wasn't in there, but he passed away in Brazil. Don't even know how he got there, but he got there. The end. Age sixty six. Yay! We did it. So, <laughs> I mean, I tried to. I tried. What do y'all think about this story, Charles Ponzi? He had a very. But the thing is, interesting life. He was most definitely hiding money and stuff, but he was hiding money. I mean, obviously, with all the debts and the people that invested in all this other stuff, it's yeah. just kind of like... Of course, yeah. He was hiding money. He was robbing Peters to pay himself. Um, yeah, so Charles, he was a bold one. I guess that's why they said it like he was like... I don't... I don't what? I would like to know more about his personality because how in the world did you get well, people? Well, he's a Pisces. So they're very, that's why he's very compassionate because they're very sympathetic, empathetic. And they're very, um, what do you call those people that can feel your emotions deeply? The empath. Empath. Yes, they are very much empaths. 
Because I have empaths. I would like to know how did he convince these people to constantly keep doing it? Constantly and constantly and constantly. He it was like, like these, he had millions. He said, I think he was probably like these fools. And then I'll just take advantage of them because they're so stupid. I can, I can see that being a Pisces like <laughs> reaction. Like these fools, they're so dumb. I'm, I might as well do it. They're so dumb. They ain't going to prevent it. Like they... They're oh. not going to do no due diligence, so I'm going to take advantage. You see how she still out your pipe? I didn't say nothing. I said <laughs> I could just see them saying that. Like, these fools won't. Then I know they're not going to check. So, basically, get your sh- ducks in a row. Because I could see them saying that. Because every Pisces I know, they're like. They're smart, and I feel like they wouldn't take advantage of you unless they knew, like, well, they're. I feel like they're the type that would be like, oh, so they left out of the store with like five TVs and forgot to pay or something. Say something like that. Pisces, really? <laughs> they would. They would look back and be like, okay, so they left a TV under their cart and walked out with it, and the thing ain't buzz out. They will look back and be like, oh, well, they're lost and keep going. <laughs> like, oh, well, they had, their security system wasn't working. Oh, well, I'll I keep it going. A lot of people would do I would do that. If I didn't know it was under there. If it was a TV, I'd probably bring it back. I ain't going to lie. Something that big. But I, I have done like, it with some, some smaller stuff. And I was like, mm, they ain't going to miss $2. If it don't work, it ain't working. I'm, I'm going. Because I'm famous for picking up a lip gloss or something, Ooh. having it in my hand, walking around the store with it, That's and then I'm, buying a whole bunch of other stuff and forget the lip gloss is even in my hand. And That's why I don't go to the store with her no more. No, whatever. <laughs> and definitely water. When I buy water and put it underneath, I ain't even going to lie. I forgot Ooh. it so many times that it was even under there to scan it. And then they ain't rang up. I kept walking right to my. And I was like, oh, the water's at the bottom. <laughs> so we got a kleptomaniac. No. Over here. I feel like we've all did something like that. And I'm not going to walk back. Because it's already a hassle just to get your car out the damn door in the first place. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. You look. You look. Uh... So, scan <laughs> Tell us how y'all. <laughs> face so y'all i'm taking out my braids that i have in in uh, my sister's judging me from my own home you look like little richard and little, little richard look good though so what you that's a compliment and your little uh my robe my leopard robe y'all it's nighttime it's actually 11 50 at night and we doing this and we got another thing to do, and I gotta go home. No, you don't. Stop. We know you gotta work tomorrow. It ain't change. I'm tired. Whatever. When aren't you tired? That's the first. That's the number one word that come out your mouth. I work six days a week. I'm always tired. Okay. When I start working five days a week, I work we'll five see. days a week. Longer hours. We'll see. Okay, so y'all tell us what you think about this episode. And we'll see you on the next one. Do, Follow do, us on do, every do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and leave us reviews. Leave us reviews. If you're listening to us, 
press oh, the subscribe button. Oh, her breath. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.